opportunity that you have given unto us. We want to look into your word this evening. We ask, Lord, that you would open our eyes of understanding. We want to get those things that you want us to learn from this night's review in Jesus' name. Lord, we would others to join in this conversation so that they can learn also from your children of grace in the name of Jesus. And Amen. pray that you will be using this evening, we pray that you will release unto him the spirit of wisdom from above in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, when Jesus Amen. Okay. So, welcome. Thanks for joining. Uh, it's it's been great. It's been a great great journey. Uh, do you want to share your share your experience so far and your and things you faced so far? Uh, um, it's been an interesting ride. Anyway, I've right. I've seen reading the Bible in another dimension because um, you know anytime we we hear you're reading your Bible in one year, it's like, um, oh, you're reading through the whole Bible is like, um, it's something that it's impossible or like you can't do any other thing apart from just reading the Bible because it is not always, especially when you want to grasp everything in the Bible. But now I came to understand that um, reading your Bible is also different from studying the Bible. And it is when you read your Bible that will trigger you to study more on a Bible or a Bible, a book of the Bible. So if you don't get to read it at all, there is nothing that will strike a chord in you to actually into knowing what God is saying exactly about a particular verse. And it's, it's very interesting. The audio Bible to actually help. Like, okay, you can doing some work, light work, and you can listen to it, and something will just drop into your mind, even as you hear a particular word being um, spoken. So it's mm. a good one. It's a challenge to me and um, also to the younger generation, because I just discovered that we are not actually reading the Bible again. The mm. only thing we do is... Um, want to go to church, sit down, allow someone to prophesy into our lives and um, it mm. ends. So, and if we don't read our Bible, there's no way we can carry the power of God in this generation. So I, I would want to appreciate you for this opportunity. I don't even do it alone. You are carrying us along. Are you there? Strengthen yeah. me. I'm here. So you can hear me. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I can hear you now. Okay, so um, some of the challenges that um, I faced, like I said earlier on the group chat, that um, it's not easy for nothing mother like um, now. My environment <laughs> is quiet because I've tied them down with gym jam. It's not easy. <laughs> so if they were here, I wouldn't have been able to do this. But um, at least God has been helping me to mm. overcome those challenges because it's not actually easy. Mm. I will celebrate all our nursing mothers. Uh, even if you come on, come on board. Thank you very much. Thank you for 
for all you've been doing. I mean, it's, it's great. All nursing mothers, students, everybody, the sacrifice. Thank you so much. So who else do we have on board? Uh, who wants to just share their uh, money? Uh, who else is there? Please put on your videos so that I can see your faces. Okay. Yes. Moni, uh, who else is there? <clears throat> okay, Faith. Hi. Okay, yeah. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Well, fine. So you want to share, uh, let's have your experience uh, all this while. Um, so um, I, how do I even start? Um, okay, I haven't gone really, well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be on track. I'm hoping to be on track today. I'm just entering the book of First Kings okay. and it's been interesting, like, reading through like the Old Testament. Um, my experience so far, I was sharing the other day that, uh, what was it again? Okay, just with the cycle of the children of Israel, um, having mm -hmm. to go through the part where they would sin and God would rescue them and they fall back to the same thing again. And I was mm -hmm. like, I was like, I was, if I was, I was frustrated as I was reading it because it's like, how do they get it? It's like, God is helping them, and you know, all of that stuff is happening. And then I came to relate it to my own life and as to how, like, instead of praying about things or like being thankful for what we have, I keep grumbling and complaining. Um, and there's been, it's been, it's I, I understand it better now that I'm going page by page rather than just like focusing on a particular story and reading it. And um, yeah, but it's been interesting. It's been fun in a way. And it's also, it was hard to take in most of the things that happened, like the killings and the, it, it just felt like I was watching a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, some, some people have called the Bible a very bloody book. I mean, um, if, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a student of theology, that's one, one you like call it criticism, that some people mm -hmm. have said about the Bible, very bloody, from the Testament, from Exodus, I mean, from Genesis, immediately after the fall, the next thing was more, very bloody book. If you've been reading that, Reading Kings and Chronicles, in my own opinion, just exposes you to politics and politics and you just skin and things like that. Okay, uh, let's have uh, Moni. Are you there? Is it Moni or Mo Moni? Maybe she, he or she is going to share money for us. Are you there? Okay, while we're waiting for her. Fumi, are you there? Okay, so uh, let, let's, let's just go ahead. Uh, if When you are there, please just say something so that, uh, if you can hear me, say something so that we can uh, take your contributions. Now, uh, concerning, uh, now I need to let us understand how many years we've covered now. 
one of the good things about reading the Bible at a stretch like this in a short period. Now we've covered about almost 3,000 years of history now. Yes, almost 3,000 years of history we've covered. So that's one of the advantages. Uh, and like, if you, if you are in the WhatsApp group, you, you saw me, I was just taking it personal, especially the story of, of Ezekiah a, a couple of uh, uh, moments ago. Like Ezekiah begged for just 15 extra years. And the effect of the 15 extra years he begged for, 200 years later, we could see it, we could see the effect. Because if you had not lived those extra 15 years, Manasseh would not have been born. Manasseh was one of the most evil kings in the history of Judah. If Manasseh was not born, if every of his religious reforms, every of the religious reforms of Ezekiah, Manasseh overturned. And God promised during Manasseh's reign that, don't worry, I will, I will wipe the kind of horror that woman to these people of Judah. Here's we hear it and tingle. And about 200 years later, his great-grandson was, Zedekiah was captured in his presence. Nebuchadnezzar slaughtered his seven then gushed out his eyes. The kind of horror that happened to the Israelites. In fact, after Nebuchadnezzar um, uh, exiled and they came back, when the Assyrians was to exile, was to, was to conquer, reconquer Jerusalem, when they conquered the whole of the city, plowed Jerusalem under. Like they, 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 they grounded Jerusalem. No two bricks were laying on each other in Jerusalem. Because one guy wanted to spend 15 extra years in his lifetime, it led to. So, when God at times don't answer some of our prayers, we just feel that God is wicked or God is this or God is that. And because of our limited understanding, now if you are, if you are not here now reading history, seeing events across generations, across 200 years, across 150 years, we wouldn't know, we think God was wicked. Uh, at the beginning of the, of the reading, uh, one of the, in one of the uh, uh, groups, someone was asking a question that, uh, does God kill? That it is the only the devil that can kill, and this and that, and that, and we, and we, we address that question. But now you can see that if God, if God had killed Ezekiah, when he actually supposed to have died, we would think God was evil. We yeah. think, oh, no, it's the devil's handwork. We wouldn't know how much, how much God is saving even his, his great-grandchildren. So when God, if, if you get anything from today's, uh, if you don't get anything from this lesson, just know that when God decides not to answer our prayers, when God decides to give us a no, a, a not yet, or even keeps quiet and not answer, let's just praise him for that. Because he could see the future. God can see the whole timeline. And knows how best, what is best for us. Although someone also came up with came up with an argument, which I also succumbed to that, at least from from um, Manasseh came Josiah, who also was a good king, and from Josiah came the uh, came Jesus. I mean, Josiah was mentioned in the lineage of Jesus. Okay, maybe or maybe not. But of course, that the Messiah had been promised to be born 
So with or without manasi or desire, desire will be born. <laughs> but that will be that's just so that we don't just look at the whole thing in the negative lights, just, just to encourage us. Uh, Brother Sam Mobolaji, um, are you there? You can share your thoughts before we, I go back to uh, the people that have shared their thoughts before. You can unmute yourself, Brother Sam Mobolaji. Beautiful evening, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see your face. It's a bit dark here, right? Okay. But, um, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's been insightful time studying the scripture, like verse after verse, chapter after uh, chapter. And like those times that we just pick those um, topics and we treat them and um, we address issues based on our preconceived notions. Now we can see things for what it is. We can see um, situations that were orchestrated by the reactions of, I mean, the actions of men and actually God's justice system. Taking place first, um, Ahab, after God had given him judgment and uh, was it Ahab now? And he, he prayed, he was, he was sober. And God was like, I, I, I sent Elijah back to him and told him that I can see his, um, his, his brokenness, his soberness. This judgment I have passed will come to pass, but it will not come to pass in his lifetime. You know, God still tampering justice with mess, even at those days when grace had not surfaced. You know, it, it's quite impressive. And um, I, I want to thank God for the privilege to be on top on, on this team. I'm studying this at this time, but it's impressive. Thank you so much for the initiative, sir. Okay, sir. Thank you. Let me just speak on that word. Uh, I've always known that God had been a gracious God. Even at the end, after rapture, uh, during the tribulation time, when we get to Revelation, you will see a lot of people have erroneously thought a number of things about Revelations. But the grace of God was still, was still there. There was still a, a, a leeway to get out. Like, God was, will still give you a chance. So even from the Old Testament, so when we talk about grace, uh, and I've, actually I've run a series on grace, uh, it took almost, almost half of the year, about two years ago or last year, uh, I'm not sure. When we talk about grace of God, grace of God is not, we are not in the dispensation of grace. God has been a gracious God ever since. God will always continue to be a gracious God. Even after the rapture, the grace of God is still there. Because if God had not been a gracious God, it won't make a leeway. Okay, when you do this, when you commit this sin, do this so that I can forgive you. He had done that, he put that in place in the Old Testament. Uh, when uh, uh, Cain killed his brother and God gave him a judgment, and Cain was still telling God that this judgment is too much. You are supposed to die. <laughs> he was still negotiating with God. God has said, okay, 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 okay. I'll put this, a mark on you that nobody will kill you. God had been gracious from the beginning. He had always been a gracious God. And erroneously, we just put the grace of God. We, we lump it inside the New Testament. I'm saying we are in the time of grace. No, sir. God had always, will always be a gracious God. Okay, Diola, uh, let's have your thoughts now. Uh, you've shared your general thoughts. Do you have anything to say uh, concerning today's reading or the uh, uh, last couple of days' readings? You are muted, though. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Um, one of the things that I actually got that struck me also was um, in the life of Ezekiah. And I think you've mentioned that too, because I was like, the 15 years that God added was actually useless. In mm. fact, it's even brought up its weakness, weaknesses. It was mm. was doing well from the beginning on to that point that God sent his prophets to him. But after that 15 years, I just saw that it was just rubbish. <laughs> and it was actually doing at that point because it shows the selfishness, the level of his selfishness. Mm. When God was when God said, "Okay, oh, um, I will destroy you. I will do all of that," He said, "As long as me, I'm okay. Whatever happens to my children, children, who come me, does not concern me. Because of the selfishness in him, because he felt like he has won battles, and now whatever happens after him does not concern him. So he just struck." mean that um, sometimes you just allow God to have his way in whatever situation. If he says, okay, this is what he wants to do. In fact, it was even at that time that God used to tell them, but now, God, I don't think God even tells us again, no, that you're going to die tomorrow. When he says that, okay, your time is up. So yeah, let's let's go. <laughs> so he just misused that grace that God gave him. Now, if I think we if we, if we have that opportunity, now I want to believe that those people that used to die young, they wouldn't even die young. Mm. <laughs> they, would, they would have begged that God increase their days too. Mm-hmm. So I think um that was that. And it also to um our precedence to what we leave for our future generation should mm. always be at the back of our mind. I got mm-hmm. a reading of um I think um second kings and all of that. I was talking about by the time they, they get to a particular stage, they will say, okay, and all these things were written in the books of the chronicles. That is everything that we do has mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. all these things are written. So I was not asking myself what would be written of me if I actually live this world, what would be that thing that would extend to me? People would read about my weaknesses. People would read about my strength. What do I want to leave for my generation? Mm. Mm. Thank you very much. Uh, Faith, let's have your thoughts again. Uh, we'll soon round up though. Uh, and uh, according to what Diola said, uh, if you remember when Jehu uh, killed the son of uh, of Ahab, and he, he told the people with him, can you remember that when we were riding with his father, God gave this prophecy that this will happen when he stole this person's cloth. So whatever we do, your lieutenants, the, the guy couldn't talk at that time, he was just following Ahab, but now he had power. He could gradually now bring back proper justice. So people are watching us, your lieutenants are watching uh, things you do. Uh, Faith, let's have your thoughts. I'm sorry, my is that my thoughts on what you just said now? No, no, no. On the on the recent, although you said you're going to uh, catch up today on the recent things you just read. Okay. Um. Um. I mean, I just finished 
on the story of Saul, this Saul and David, and how um, it's it was it was it was I, I I had read the story of Saul before, like in terms of like, and and I think I I had just focused on the particular page as to how you know God saw him and how the whole thing like he went he went to go look for his father's animal that were I don't know. Yeah. I think he did, he went, I've forgotten what he says, but you know how God called him and how he just went down with, with his emotions about David. And even like when David tried to like, even, even though David spared his life a couple of times, he just, he just, he let envy and the rest of it, um, carry him through. And then, um, even the son, even David's life as well, like it's, it's like I'm learning from the mistakes that they've made in terms of like David, he, he, um, with what he did and just how a, a small decision or something that leads would lead to endless amount of consequences. And it's like, and, and I felt sad when it's, the where when I read the part where it says and this thing which David did displeased the Lord. And so not only did it displease the Lord, but there was consequences that happened after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I David, do have a question though, please. Yeah, go ahead. Ask your question. Um it says it says um that Mike 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 we can't pronounce her name well, but Saul's daughter did not have any child. Yeah. Um, but then at some point it mentioned that when they, when they, um, it mentioned that it was, it got to a point where the people, something had happened and they needed seven descendants of the person who had caused the harm. And those descendants was to come from Saul. So, so, okay, yeah. So in Second Samuel twenty one, yeah. twenty one verse eight, it says that um, they needed seven descendants, which was to come from Saul. And it says in in verse eight, it says, "So the king took Amoni and Mephibosheth, the yeah. two sons of Rispa, the daughter of Ahab, whom she had." Bought to son and the five sons of me Mikal, the daughter of Saul, whom she brought up from Adriel, the son of Bazilal, the Mehulatite. Okay. But my confusion now is in 2 Samuel 6 23, it says she did not have no, she therefore Mikal, the daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. Then in 21. She was given to a man. Uh, remember that when David was, uh, what's it called? Uh, when David was 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 still doing uh, vagabond or still doing Fulani headsman about the place, her <laughs> father gave her. If she was married to David, then her father gave her to this guy. You okay. understand? Uh, so. So she was already, although she was already promised to David, and she so David went to collect her back from 
uh, that guy. So these were the children in, on, in that particular marriage. Okay, so not in David's no, not, own. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Okay, I think someone just came in and we've not, uh, Brother John Adeyemi. You want to share your thoughts? Uh, we're going to start wrapping up now. If you have questions, just raise your hand. Uh, if you have questions on anything or you just want to share any other thing before we uh, call it an evening. Uh, so by tomorrow, uh, we will have finished the Old Testament. That's now just reports, the Old Testament reports. Now, everything that happened now uh, by tomorrow will be maybe three chapters away from Second Chronicles, at the end of Second Chronicles. Actually, the end of Second Kings has finished the Old Testament because it has talked about uh, when they go to exile. So the whole book of Esther, uh, Ezra, all those um, um, Nehemiah happened during the exile. Uh, Job, some people have argued that Job was even before creation. Oh, don't let's go into that uh, argument. Psalms happened inside First Kings and Second Kings or First Chronicles and Second Chronicles. Uh, Proverbs happened inside all the history as well. And Ecclesiastes, all the prophets, the major prophets, the minor prophets happened inside this history that we've just read. So now you can say that you've gotten to the end of Old Testament historically. So what is happening now is the intertestamental period. What happened between when they got to exile, they spent several uh, centuries in exile. Then the Messiah came. So you could understand. Uh, then another thing is, uh, why? let me just quickly put this out there for the sake of people that don't know. Some people may know. Uh, uh, we have major prophets and minor prophets. The, the reason why some are major and some are minor is just there's nothing remarkable about that one. It's just because of the volume of their books. Uh, the major prophet had very voluminous books. Isaiah, Jeremiah. If I want to get to Isaiah and Jeremiah, I think we can spend one day, one whole day reading, maybe two days uh, reading Isaiah alone. So those are major books, I mean, huge voluminous books. So the minor prophets were the ones with few chapters. It had nothing to do with the quality of their message or, the, uh, or their position spiritually. It is just uh, because of the volume of their books. And now you will discover that when we, when, we start, when we get to the prophets, you discover that Israel had more prophets. Israel had more messages sent to them. Who can tell us, why do you think Israel had more prophets than Judah? Israel had more messages from God. From this history we've just read, from the from Kings and Chronicles, who can guess? Anybody? Anybody now? Everybody is muted. Oh, mute yourself and guess. I'm guessing because they were more in number. They were the chosen ones. I'm not sure. Hello, can you hear me? Maybe it was because they were more in number. Hello? Oh, yeah, we can I hear you. I, I can okay, hear so, you. Okay, because of time, let me just go ahead. Now, you could see that Israel, Israel never had a good king. Like from Jeroboam till, till the last one, all of them were evil. So they were always having messages from God, messages from God. Judah, okay, they still had a little bit of good kings, 
few bad ones, majority bad ones anyways, some of the bad ones will retrace their, their steps and come back and be good and here and there. Yeah. So that's why more messages were towards Israel than Judah. And that's why you are going to have more prophets talking about uh, Israel than they talk about Judah. And now Israel was, was, was led to captivity, uh, I think almost 200 years before Judah. So uh, this will also help you to understand the reason why uh, when, when we get to Jonah and when we get to the New Testament, why, why uh, 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 the Samaritans were detested or they just felt that they are second-class citizens. Uh, let me just quickly explain that. Um, please, if you have something to say, those, that, those of us that are just joining, just raise your hand uh, in the chat room. I will, I, will, I will give you the floor. Now, what was I saying? Yeah, the Samaritans. The Samaritans were the Israelites. I mean, they ones that they, Samaria was the capital of Israel. Judah, uh, the capital of Judah was Jerusalem. So how come that uh, the people that were so, so, the, the real title bearer of Israelites were not seen as, as uh, 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 second class citizens? You know, they've been in exile for 200, almost 200 years before Judah was captured. Uh, and uh, when uh, Assyria, when the king of Assyria, captured them at that time. Uh, he relocated them out of the country. He brought another people, another tribe, another people to their own country, living in their country, took them to another country. Do you understand? It's like saying that uh, you capture uh, Nigeria and you relocate everybody in Nigeria to say Liberia. And you brought everybody from Cameroon to come and live in Nigeria. So. They, don't even, they can't even trace their roots. He forced them to intermarry. Everything that God said they should not do, he forced them to do it. They sacrificed pigs on, the, on their altars. They forced them to eat pork. All the things that God has said, uh, the Torah, I told them not to eat. He forced them to eat it. He forced them to, the, the, the king of Assyria forced them to do everything in contrary to what God uh, has told them to do. So the Jews, I mean, the, 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 they were literally, later called the Jews in the New Testament, but the, the people of Judah had always had seen them from that 200 years when they were still in their own uh, land, had seen them as polluted. They've always seen them as, mm, these people are, and you're going to see what happened to, I mean, uh, evidence of this when we are reading the prophets. That was why Jonah didn't want to go and preach in Nineveh, because Nineveh is the capital of Assyria. He didn't, want to, he didn't want them to repent because Prophet Nahum, about 200 years before, before Jonah, that's at the time of the, uh, when Israel went on exile, that prophesied that Nineveh will be destroyed. And watch this about prophecies again. They had prophesied that Nineveh will be destroyed. However, all the prophets, everybody has been waiting for Assyria to be destroyed, Nineveh to be destroyed, Nineveh to be destroyed. They were not destroyed. For almost about 100 years after, or 150 years after. So Jonah now received a, a message to go and preach to the same people that we've all been waiting for their destruction. The guy just said, bros, I know they go. Like, no, 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 I know you. So I go and preach to them now. You will save them and they will repent. So he didn't want them to repent. But look at prophecy. 100 years after, after Jonah preached to them and they repented, Nineveh was still destroyed. So when God gives us a word, when God gives a word, it is the word of God. He's, he knows the timeline. He knows when to make that word come to pass, if it's going to come to pass. Uh, so 
that's why just you could just get the background about why uh, uh, Samaria were. That's why the, the, the woman at the well was telling Jesus that, oh, you're talking to me. You're a Jew talking to a Samaritan. They were brothers before. They were the same. I mean, it's the, it's the same country. Ten tribes went to Israel, and their capital was Samaria. Uh, one tribe remained in Judah, and capital was Jerusalem. But they saw those ten tribes as so the 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 their brothers see them as contaminated for life. Even to the time of Jesus, he still saw them contaminated. That was why the good, the parable of the good Samaritan, because they didn't expect the Samaritans to be good. And they were brothers before. And if you understand this history, it will make us to be less emotional when we're talking about the inhabitants of Jerusalem now, or the inhabitants of Israel, the Israelites now, because their own brothers were, were even, they've even done a lot of things to themselves. 2,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago. So um, that's one, one, one good thing about studying uh, the Bible, reading uh, the time, over the timeline in such a short time. You're going to see, uh, when we get to the prophets, uh, I can't just wait for us to get to the prophets. You, you start seeing some expansion of all these things you read in Chronicles and Kings. You start seeing them. Okay, yeah, I think uh, uh, we should wrap up for now. Yeah, do you have any other question or any contribution uh, before we wrap up? Questions or contributions, anybody? Faith, you're muted. It's been insightful and um, okay. I just pray yeah. for grace to keep the steam up because um, one can actually get get distracted with activities. Mm-hmm. I can't even so much. So I'm hoping that we'll keep the steam up and yeah. then we'll finish strong. Yeah, thank you. That's why we keep encouraging each other. No matter if you, even if you lag behind on one day, we encourage you following the area, keep, pick up the pace. So let's keep encouraging each other. Day 10, I mean, we are like one thought, one thought we there. So two thoughts to go. That's great. That's great. Any other opinion before we just uh, say closing prayers? Yeah. Good evening, everybody. And thank you so much, sir, for doing this. Um, so before I would have been like, you know what? Let me just... Let me just read the book of Kings and maybe another day. But because I know that there is a timeline and there is a particular book I have to read, it would make me like, oh my God, I have to, I have to like read. So it's, it's actually helping me. Those timelines are helping me make sure that my, because if I say, let me read just the book of Kings today, I would be so far behind. But because I know that, ah, the, the 11 is coming. I'm trying to like step up and like get to that place i'm not i'm not comprehending every single thing i'm reading but mm-hmm. i'm seeing the bigger picture of what's happening mm-hmm. yeah and that's the truth don't let's wait to it's not the study i mean diola said something at the beginning that reading the bible makes you want to study the bible so this is not a study method whereby i want to dig deep into it but it's a big picture thing you can take notes and come back and link things, and if you're using uh, the Bible app, U version, I use the U version, so I can when I when I'm underlining, I can color code. Uh, mm. I can see color color is for God's judgment. The next color is for these. Yeah. So when I'm coming back, 
it's easy for me to just say, okay, yes, this is what I'm coming to do, and this is what I, that's what I'm coming to do. Okay. Any other thoughts? I'm sorry. I actually want to ask a question. And um, anyway, the question okay. might actually be funny, but um, it's just part of my being inquisitive. Now, I want to ask, is it that there are some lying that are permitted? Because if we look at um, the Ahab, um, let us look at Rahab. When she wanted to spice and all of that, you know, to us now it is lying. So I, I was actually asking myself, and um, I think I answers to that are some lying are they permitted? Okay, because now let's. Not the only one actually did it yeah. Because now we say that it is wisdom, but we know that it is lying. No, which one? Say when when the prophet said, when the spirit said, I'll be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophet. No, 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 not that. Rahab, when. Um, Rahab, the prostitute. Um, no, okay, the okay, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, they, and they, you know, <laughs> she actually eat them. Yeah. And she gave them wrong direction. Yeah. So I want to add that to my major question is it permitted because you know that because she actually did that god even blessed her god protected her so is it that there are some lines that are actually good or we can say that it is applying wisdom okay well number one uh uh i want us to even i, I thought you were talking about ahab uh where yes i understand uh, let, let, let me even bring ahab in ahab's case uh, the, 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 God said, I want to destroy Ahab. And then, uh, a spirit came before the Lord and said, I'm going to do it. I said, how are you going to do it? He said, I'll become a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. Mm. And God said, go ahead. <laughs> May you be successful. <laughs> now, uh, what that shows me is God is, is omniscient, is omnipotent, is is the Lord of all, is the, is the God, the Lord of hosts. Now, at times we think the Lord of hosts is just the Lord of angels and the Lord of good spirits and the Lord of white people, white things. The Lord of hosts means, um, apologies for those who are non-Yoruba speakers. Yoruba translation says, Oluwa means soldiers or uh, people that can fight. Soldiers of war, yes. So anything that can fight reports to God, good or evil. And that is the major mistake that people make at times. That they think, oh, God is too good. He cannot do evil. When he, the God himself said, I created good and evil. So both the evil forces, the good forces, everybody reports to God. Devil is not the opposite of God. So once we understand that, that God can use anything for his glory, and I will share this, this story I heard from one of our fathers, uh, Pastor Adeboye. He said, long time ago, when he was in Mushi as a young pastor, um, police stopped him. And Nigerian police, if you're in Nigeria, you know this is this is our reality. So Nigerian police stopped him and asked for everything, extra tire, jack, everything, document. He had everything. And as he said, ah, bros, you have to shake body. You have to give us money before you leave. And I was like, I'm a pastor. I cannot bribe. I have all my papers and things like that. I said, okay, we'll delay you. You cannot go. This, that, that. So while they were having that argument, 
some area boys, uh, area boys are like towels. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they are the owners, they are the original owners of the area. <laughs> so the, those towels just recognized, and they said that, and they've been giving those towels, you know, relief materials, they will share, uh, they will share the gospel with them, they will give them food, give them this and that. Ah, so the towels just say, ah, is that not uh, Pastor Adeboy? Ah, what is this? Uh, why are these policemen harassing him? The towel just brought uh, broken bottles, everything, plank, everything. Before you know it, the police people <laughs> ran away. Now, the Lord of hosts used area boys and broken bottles mm. to save his son at that time. Will we say broken bottles and area boys are now godly? Do you understand? No, definitely not. But the Lord of hosts understands what to do per time to save his children part time. So that's just, and you know, um, the Bible says Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. The, the our righteousness is between us and God. It's not between, it's not what a man sees or claims to, to, for us to be. When I was younger, uh, this book in Proverbs, this verse in Proverbs, that seven things the Lord ate, six is the Lord, the seven things the Lord, number one is a proud look. And I used to just think about it. Who can who can tell a proud look aside God Himself? Who can I can I look at your face and just say, mm, this look, this person is looking is, is a proud look? It's God Himself that can know your heart, He knows your heart. So it's all in the heart, and it is what God counts, is what God says, okay, this is it at this time. So that's just my uh, answer for that one. I hope it addressed your concerns. Any other concerns? We had a number of other people that just joined us. Uh, you can just raise your hand uh, or mute yourself. If you have to, if you want to contribute before we, uh, we'll call it an evening. Okay, uh, I think it's it's a good time to close. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, I'll put the podcast of this uh, 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 as I'll put the podcast on on WhatsApp as well. So please. Uh, Let's keep encouraging each other. Thank you, everybody, uh, for the encouragement. Because myself, <laughs> I get busy at times when I just see some intimidators by ATF saying they are dead. I like ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so let's keep encouraging each other. Let's keep encouraging. And I can tell you, some grandmas and grandpas are, are with us. I mean, I was some very plenty, very many grandmas and grandpas. It's a, and our leaders, our leaders that we. We do. We will not even have uh, thought that they will join people like us to do things like this. So uh, it shows humility. It shows a lot. A lot of people are interested in this. Uh, uh, so directly, at least on the two WhatsApp groups, we have over five hundred people that I know that are directly connected to this. So let's keep encouraging each other. Let's keep um, motivating each other. Day ten is gone. So day eleven starting tomorrow. Before you know it, we're halfway through. By by Monday, we're halfway through the Bible. I mean. <laughs> that's it <Love>. yeah <laughs> okay hey yeah brother Benga, you want to say something no okay okay thank so, you yeah thank you sir thank you everybody yeah. uh wait yeah. can you just leave us in closing prayers okay uh father we thank you so much for the grace and privilege to come here and share in your word we thank you for your faithfulness and we thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding to comprehend your word and how far you've, you've taken us through your word. And 
we thank you so much that despite all that we read and whatever it is that we're questioning, that you are God and your ways are perfect and true. And so we give you all thanks and praises, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, we ask there, Lord, that you continue to strengthen us and give us the grace to push through. We ask for the grace to um, um, to comprehend your word. We ask for the grace to learn deeper and above all to... Um, to please you and to live according to your rule, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jesus name Amen. Thank you, everybody. God bless you. Thank Have you a wonderful day. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Good night. Well, good God bless you. you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Take care. All right, though. Bye.